0: In the fall of 2018, Stephanie Santoro's world was forever changed by unexpected tragedy. We all handle pain and heartache in different ways, but what would you do in the face of unimaginable loss? For Stephanie, her pain spurred her into action, determined to help spare others from the same fate. That determination and commitment is what leads us here today. Let's learn more about Stephanie in this episode of The Road to Health Podcast.
1: In November of 2018, in the months leading up to that um, time in my life, my fiancé, who happened to be my very best friend and my high school sweetheart, um, throughout, well, probably like the course of a couple of years, had a bunch of symptoms that we kind of just ignored due to his, he was 44 years old. Um and we ignored due to his age, you know, or I mean, of his young age, and we <clears throat> kind of attributed them to all, all symptoms to other causes such as indigestion, like the food he ate and chronic fatigue and swollen ankles, the nature of his really hard work um, that he did for his career, um, numbness in his left arm, but he'd follow that with a migraine, so we thought that was his migraine or a... And then, you know, he had a couple of conditions that also put you at risk for heart disease um, sleep apnea, which was controlled um, with a um, CPAP device. And then he had medically controlled hypertension, high blood pressure. Um, and then the days leading up to his death, which is where the story ultimately ends, he had flu like symptoms. And um, my daughter had the flu at the same time. So we just kind of um, attributed them to that. And unfortunately, He passed away very suddenly from a very massive heart attack, which I later learned um, that 10% of all heart attacks occur in men or people under the age of 45, um, mostly men, and they're often deadly. So um, I felt it was important once I got over, not that I ever got over or will get over this loss, but I felt it was important to help other people just pay attention and be educated and aware of this can happen to you as well, and don't ignore it. You know, it's it's common to ignore it. Like those are so such benign symptoms, like individually, but when you put them together as a whole, um, it was just a disaster waiting to happen. And hindsight is twenty twenty, but we can only look forward and change um, and help. So the American Heart Association aligns. All of that, education, awareness, survivorship, um, and it was just a natural fit.
0: In the midst of unimaginable grief, Stephanie was able to turn her sorrow and loss into action. She was determined to help others recognize the signs of heart disease and to try to help prevent this tragedy from happening to others. She turned her attention to the American Heart Association of Southern New England.
1: You know, I knew the organization supported the American Heart Association Southern New England Heart Walk, and I never really I don't want to say I didn't pay attention to it but I have like it's in my nature to support um, causes all the time and it just wasn't a cause that was on my radar um but I knew we did great work with it and once um, I stopped reeling from what happened, I approached Carolyn and I said I want to be a part of this I need to be a part of it and she guided me and her team guided me the whole way so it was it it was great and and I think you know last year I became such a successful supporter because the story is relatable and you know our friends were shocked our family was shocked our just acquaintances were shocked and everybody who knew him loved him beyond belief and they wanted to help in some way and you know what let's stop it from happening to somebody else. For
0: nearly 20 years now Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island has presented its Blue Angel of the Year award. It's a special honor to recognize a member of the Blue Cross team who goes above and beyond when it comes to serving our community for Carolyn Belisle, Blue Cross is managing Director of Community Relations. The award is a natural extension of a company so ingrained in the Rhode Island community.
2: I think community investment and philanthropy really are the demonstrations of our not for profit status. We were founded over eighty years ago by the state legislature to provide for people in need in health need. And while healthcare looks very different today in 2020, the sentiment and the feeling of that original mission are very palpable and true today. And community investment in a formal capacity allows us to live and breathe that each and every day beyond what we do for our members and our customers we know it's so important to colleagues who work here, it means something to not only provide for people um, in their quest for health and wellness, but um, to also provide for imp- important causes and passions that, that mean something beyond the day-to-day work. And so having this uh, longstanding structure and means to allow folks to lean in this way is is really important and really something that sets us apart and defines who we are as an organization. We often say it's part of our DNA, and that is very true 81 years later. We started Blue Angel of the Year back in 2001 as really a means for acknowledging the tremendous passion and commitment of our employees here at Blue Cross. We know so many of them are, are tremendously committed to giving back to the community mainly through the vehicle of Blue Angel Community Investment in our longstanding volunteer program. So we wanted to have an opportunity each and every year to highlight one among the best, uh, annually voted on by their peers, their uh, fellow colleagues, um, so that we can uh, praise that tremendous work in our community and uh, inspire others to give back as well. And there is no greater testament than standing among your peers and knowing that they think you are deserving of this honor. It means so much more to our colleagues when it's from their peers than just from the company saying, "Hey, good job on this you know task. Uh, so we really wanted to structure the program in a way that was both meaningful for uh, those who were not just winning, but for those being nominated as well.
0: You may be able to tell by this point where we're going with this story. At the end of 2019, Stephanie was voted by her colleagues at Blue Cross as Blue Angel of the Year. Stephanie was recognized not just for her work with the Heart Association, but for her overwhelming spirit of community service across many organizations, organizations that are important to her and what she values in life.
1: I give in so many different ways in my community. Um, The Heart Association Heart Association is just a piece of it. Um, I was a Heart Walk captain um, for the Heart Walk this year. We named our team Team 44 in honor um, of my fiancé, his age at the time of his death. Um, And we just fundraised, actually. This year we're trying to make our efforts a little bit bigger, but just the outpouring of support from people who wanted to help us in that little amount of work effort that I put forth for that, we raised, I think it was $3,700 for the Heart Walk. So very proud of that. We became, actually, my daughter and I went to the Top Walkers um, Dinner for the Heart Association, and it just inspired us to do more. So I, she's also... Um, got the passion to help this cause and and other causes. And at her school this month, she's actually selling Carnation Grams to support Team 44. So always in my life, I surround myself with um, people and places and things that um, align with my beliefs. Um, So not, I am a dental hygienist in a previous life. Um, So, and a fitness instructor. So those teeth and staying fit are my passions. Um, The Heart Association just kind of came to be a passion. Um, So for years, I've helped out with, um, I was actually on the steering committee that originated the Rhode Island Mission of Mercy, which is a two-day free dental clinic that helps um, Rhode Islanders in need um, who just don't have access or the means to acquire dental services. Um, So that aligned with my um, education and my first life <laughs> as a hygienist, um, I teach fitness at the YMCA, which is another great community-based organization that supports um, the city of Woonsocket and the greater Pawtucket area. Um, I'm super active in my parish with my faith because that also aligns with one of my values. And I believe in the community that I live in. So I'm a part of the um, Woonsocket Rotary um, Committee. And finally, my the Job that I have with Blue Cross of Rhode Island, that organization is just such a great fit for me um, because of their commitment to doing what I love to do. Stephanie
0: is not alone in her quiet humility when it comes to simply serving her community because it's what she loves. Carolyn says it's a recurring theme for all Blue Angel of the Year honorees and an attitude that's ingrained in the culture at Blue Cross.
2: I know for a fact nobody does anything they do in the space of community service and volunteerism for the recognition. And in fact, nine times out of 10, when we let someone know they're being recognized as a nominee for Blue Angel of the Year, I often spend the next 10 to 20 minutes talking them into why it's a good idea. Nobody does it for the recognition. But it's in that recognition that the value comes because that inspiration and that role modeling That does wonders. That inspires the next colleague who maybe never saw themselves in that way to be open to trying some new experience and igniting that passion, igniting that fire. And I think it is uh, a testament of the organization who very proudly and very loudly speaks to our social mission each and every day. To understand deeply that beyond what the organization might do, it is through our people that we really make a difference. We make a difference in the lives of our members and our customers by the work we do each and every, other, uh, each and every day, but it's also um, our people who make a dramatic impact in our community, and, and that is worthy of recognition, like it or not. For Stephanie,
0: this program has allowed her to step beyond the walls
2: of the company and play an active role in
0: supporting the health of her community.
1: You know, our daily job is to provide access to health care to our neighbors and our people of the state of Rhode Island. But our side job is actually to give back to those people and, you know, people that may not necessarily be our customers but live in the community that we serve. And I'm just proud. I'm proud every day to tell people where I work.
0: It's a special quality to be able to think of others when you yourself are in such personal pain, to turn your attention outward and serve those around you. I think I speak for all of us when I say we're lucky as Rhode Islanders to have Stephanie Santoro as our neighbor. That's it for this episode of the Road to Health podcast, brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. Our producer is Jill Flaxington. Our sound engineer is Mark Sheldon. Production assistance provided by Mason M. For more information on the topics discussed or to listen to our library of episodes, please visit bcbsri.com. If you'd like to connect with us or have a story to tell, we are at BCBSRI on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Thanks for listening.